0: It's kind of like if you have a little bit of a telescope or a camera and it's kind of out of focus but then each time that you talk to them it just gets clearer and clearer. Lydia and this is my podcast where I talk about the weird little psychic things that happen to me and I just kind of overthink them out loud. We've got a good idea ahead, we really really do. So if you're here because of TikTok and because you saw that I had a little preview of this week's episode on my profile and you're new here, I have to warn you that A lot of the time I promise to do something but then because so much goes through my mind and I have so much I want to talk about I end up failing to deliver a lot of the time and that's not on purpose. I don't mean to and every time I just feel worse and worse about it so I need to learn. I need to learn how to just be a better person in general but Basically, I started talking about an experience I had, which was really quite bizarre recently on a TikTok video, and I'd said that I was going to have part two of it up on episode 19, today's episode. But as I was trying to go through and finish the episode off, I realized that there's actually a lot that happened before everything I talked about on that video. And it's actually really important integral stuff in terms of how my psychic abilities have developed over the last year or so. So it may even turn into like a three-part episode just because there's so much to talk about. But because it's going to take a little bit longer to put together, I've just decided to answer some of the questions that you've sent through to me previously on Instagram stories before. And then funnily enough, like one of the questions that has been asked actually will be answered through that whole three part saga that I promised to deliver and failed upon doing this week. So at least they'll kind of tie in together that way. But I hope this episode will up to your liking in the meantime and I just have to wrap my head around how I even approach the next three episodes that are going to come your way now you know it's going to happen in the next few episodes let's go back to today let's get into the real time into now and let's go through and answer some of the questions that you sent through it's so cool when you send me questions because like I don't. I only know my own experiences, you know, and to me, this has always been my life. So I don't know what goes through people's minds when they listen to my stories, because for me, it's like normal. Um, so when you send through questions like I'm just like, oh, like it, it sparks a lot of thought and introspection for me. And overthinking is like a hobby for me. I genuinely enjoy it. My boyfriend's a mountain biker, he loves being out on his bike, and one of his friends was here last night, and I was overthinking just recent stuff that was going on with the podcast, and he looked at me and he was like, Lydia, this this, this is Dan's friend, by the way, Lydia, stop worrying, and I was like, love that you say that, love that for you, but, um, overthinking is my mountain biking it's a hobby I genuinely enjoy doing it so I'm gonna keep doing it no matter if it's like beneficial in the long run for me or if it's not I'm still gonna do it regardless it's part of who I am so I like being able to think about my experiences through your eyes and it actually helps me kind of understand what goes on with me a little bit more like For instance, a lovely listener messaged me. I'm just going to go through and find the message now just to put into perspective how much like you guys notice that I don't even notice. Where is it? Okay. So she asked back in early August, I had a thought about how you see spirits in grayscale versus your nephew in utero when you described that vision like, A red and a burn looking at the sun. Do you think the reason you see slash saw these two experiences so polar opposite from each other is because of the difference between energies, one being alive and of this world and the other being deceased? Like, come on, that's incredible. That is such an incredible observation that I'd never ever thought of myself. And I actually have shivers thinking about it because I had an experience recently where I I saw another baby in utero. (laughs) That's an experience I'll talk to you about at some point, I'm sure, because it was very cool. But it was the same. It it was the reverse or the inverse kind of grayscale. And I have no answer for this lovely listener, but It's just incredible what you guys see that I can't see. Like you're helping me so much try and understand what the hell is going on in my life. So thank you, wholeheartedly thank you. Um, But this is going to be a short episode and now I've rambled on for another fricking 10 minutes. So let's just get straight into it, yeah? I just really want to stress that I'm not an expert by any means so i'm only answering this just using you know like my own experience and things i've lived through that's the only thing i can really use to answer these so if you're wanting like an expert's opinion maybe just drop into tyler henry's dms (laughs) i don't know but i'll answer them to the best of my ability i promise i promise i promise all right first question coming up now Let's start off with an easy one, shall we? Does everyone have an Archangel Michael? Okay, so I don't know, I hope I haven't been talking about Archangel Michael as if he's like my own personal Archangel, but I don't really know how the hierarchies work. I think we have like, you know, our own spirit guides and guardian angels and uh, loved ones that have passed away, and they're sort of all on a similar level in whatever realm they're in using the word realm with inverted commas, and then above them in the hierarchy are Archangels, and that is the, you know, Archangel Michael, Archangel Raphael, Archangel Sackiel, Archangel Uriel, all of those guys, I think there's about 12, and they're universal, anyone and everyone can call upon them, anyone and everyone, and, you know, as I've said in past episodes, just start with small things, like give them, give them a bit of a test, like I know it's a bit of a toxic thing to say, but pretend they're like, <laughs> this is so bad, pretend they're like a boyfriend and you don't know how into you they are, and so you just give them a little test to see how much they like you. Like do that with this, like just test them before, I don't know, like the best example I can think of is before I get on a bus because I get really carsick. like I just ask Archangel Michael to keep me from being nauseous And just wait and see what happens That's the only thing I can think of And obviously the best thing you can do In talking to Archangel Michael Because I think he's the Archangel for protection Is ask him to protect you before you go to sleep If you have spirits coming through That you don't want coming through So when I do that I sometimes ask out loud, or just say it in my mind, because they can, I mean, they're not human beings, you know, they they can chat to us telepathically, um, <laughs> yeah, um, I just ask for his help, I say, Archangel Michael, can you please help protect me while I sleep tonight, through until the morning, and then I visualize, like, that big, sort of, metallic or steel orb, that he showed me back in episode 12 or something. And I just imagine that just growing and growing and growing until it's like bigger than the size of my room. Um, I imagine that the ceiling, the walls, the floor beneath me are all this steel, all this metal, and that if any spirit tries to come and penetrate those walls, they just bounce right off. And for anyone that has little kids, you could also visualize that orb to grow to the size of your bedroom and then grow and grow and grow and grow grow into the size of your house just to protect them as well while they sleep. Hope that's useful. Next question. (coughs) Is it possible our guides are our past life personalities guiding us in this lifetime? I don't, know. I don't know that but I couldn't see why not I do wonder sometimes like when I sit down and talk to my guides like I definitely have a moment where I'm like is this actually my guides or is it just my higher self or like me from the future coming and giving me advice you know with what I know then I think the only thing that comes to mind is when answering this question is like anything's possible I've definitely had an experience with a particular past life where I felt like I've kind of gone back in time somehow and been there while past me sort of passed away so I think it's very probable that you could come back and kind of guide and protect yourself with some capacity, but I don't know if that would be necessarily like your spirit guide; it might just be like your higher self. It's interesting, I wonder what voice that self would have because if you you know you have different voices over your lifetimes, would you even recognize if it was that voice coming through? To give you little tidbits of advice. I don't know. You've bamboozled me. (laughs) Next question is. I think I'm going through a spiritual awakening. What was it like for you to go through it? That's really interesting. You know. Like this idea of a spiritual awakening. I see it a lot through TikTok and Instagram. And like it's usually alongside something called like the dark night of the soul. And I don't really know what it means, but I think from what I've gathered, it means that like you go through some trauma and then through that, like your spirituality is kind of awakened, I guess. Hence the awakening part. I might be being a little bit naive, but I don't think I've had a spiritual awakening of sorts because I've had these abilities from... Before I can even remember, I've had experiences that my mum tells me about from before I can remember. So, all I know is that if I go through a little bit of trauma at some time, sometimes for sure it develops my little psychic skill set, but I don't know if there's a necessarily like before and after, you know. Um, it makes sense that for some people, It takes like an entire shakeup of their world to start distancing themselves from what their idea of the world is and just, you know, gaining a little bit of perspective or even just questioning the world around them, you know. Um, But I don't necessarily think I've been through one. Like, I've definitely been through hardships, but I don't think they're related. Like, the only thing that being psychic has kind of done for me throughout my life because it's developed in such different ways from about the age of eight to the age I am now at 28. It has definitely pinpointed different times of my life, whether they were happy or traumatic or not. Something few and far in between. Like for instance, I'll think back to when I was like eight years old and when I first saw my grandma and I have this idea of what life was like for me back then because of that experience and then jumping forward to when I was 14 and started um, hearing spirits for the first time and that clear audiency really kicking in. I have a good idea then as well what my life was like because the way that my abilities changed is kind of intertwined with just the normal life I was living back then. So if anything, it's kind of given me like this gift of really good memory because I can associate the ways in which my abilities have changed or developed and link those to just different parts or different times of my life. Um, I think we'll definitely maybe get given little hurdles in our lifetime that might open us up to spiritual things a little bit more. But I don't think you necessarily have to go through an awakening of sorts to have your abilities develop, like I'm a firm believer that everyone has psychic abilities, I think it's just being in a state that gets you to a specific type of relaxation maybe, like that But before you go to sleep, and before you wake up, I feel like there's a little entryway there somehow for things to happen, just because the mind is calmed down, and there's less distractions for you know, to act as hurdles for any psychic information that might come through. If you are going through a psychic awakening, you're, oh sorry, not a psychic awakening, maybe a spiritual awakening yourself, if you think you are, I'm just sending you the biggest amount of love and protection. I don't know why I'm saying that, but it won't be forever, I promise. And I just really... I'm sending you a lot of courage as well just to get through the tough time that you're in, if that's the case. I think we'll have two more quick questions, yeah? I just want to answer them all. (laughs) (coughs) What do you think is your most developed skill and what do you think you want to work on spiritually? So, I think my most, kind of like, I want to say my comfort skill is clear audience, and when I mean comfort skill, I mean like, there's absolutely no effort involved, it just happens, but that's very quickly becoming equal with clairvoyance, um, but the, oh, I guess they're both kind of developing at different rates, but yeah, I think the clear audience is reaching out on top there just because it's involved in like if I channel archangels or spirits or spirit guides and do that little writing exercise, that's through clear audience. And so is if I talk to my spirit guides and most of the time, if I have a spirit come to me, there are elements of clear audience in that. But then again, There's always something clever, weren't there? I think there's definitely, like, a little link between the two for me. Um, I'm almost seeing, like, a chain link image in my mind, if that makes sense. Like, you kind of can't have one without the other, or they kind of support each other. So the more that one grows, so does the other. Hope that makes sense. Those are just what I was, you know exposed to first. So that's just what I know most. What I'm most looking forward to happening is just being able to decode the messages I get. It's really interesting because what I've found with the clairvoyance part is that the more times I speak to a specific spirit, the clearer the image gets. So let's take Savannah for example, the first time I talked to her perhaps I could see she had blonde hair, I could feel her age, I think it was about 12, and I could see that she had freckles, and then the next time I talked to her those little images just got a little bit clearer, so I'd be able to see that her hair was in pigtail plait. I'd be able to see the emotion on her face, so just little, little, little things, um, it's kind of like if you have a little bit of a telescope or a camera and it's kind of out of focus, but then each time that you talk to them it just gets clearer and clearer, and it's interesting, I mean, because what I also find is that the more times that I have contact with a spirit, the clearer their messages come through as well. Clear audience wise. So that kind of links through. To what what I was just saying before. Bizarrely. Um, yeah. Like their voice comes through a lot quicker. And a lot clearer. And it is just a little bit easier. It just doesn't require as much focus. Or as much effort on my part. But yeah. It would be really great. To just know what the messages mean, because a lot of the time, like, I literally had this woman come through to me the other day, this old lady, and she was just staring at me with these big eyes, and then she, like, just started dancing, like, she just pointed at me, kind of like, you know, in the YMCA, like, not the chorus, but the bridge, and you kind of point from one side to the other she just pointed at me and then she put both of her hands like above her head and just like boogied like kind of like was pointing up to the ceiling and was just like having a little boogie and I was like okay cool like all I know is that you're an old lady and you're a little bit you know you're a little bit out there maybe you're a bit of an entertainer (laughs) so I'd love to just know more and I'd love for I'd love to be able to link up The person with the relative or the loved one. You know, like if I do have a random person come through that I don't know, I'd like to have enough information so that if anyone were to come to me and ask if a loved one had come through, I could be like, hey, I I think they have, and just be able to relay that message. Like, I think I just want my experiences to mean something and do some kind of good for the people involved you know, like it's not an experience for me, it's an experience for the spirit and the person they're trying to get through to, so I just would want whatever happens to honor that first and foremost. Okay, I'm gonna answer one more. Why do I keep seeing mirror numbers? 888-333-555-444. I have a theory on this, I really do. So, I've actually recorded a little episode about angel numbers or just my experience with angel numbers because they're only something that kind of caught my attention for the past four years or so. Before that, I didn't really know what they were. But my theory is, I think whoever's looking over you, like your spirit guides or loved ones, whoever, I think they send you 111 or 1111. Enough times to make you notice to think, huh, I think there's something more to this. Like, I think they send those numbers to kind of spark an interest in your brain or a belief maybe in your brain that there might be something behind that number or who's sending that number to you. And then once you've actually acknowledged that, they send more numbers on that have more specific, tailored meanings to them. So I always go through, if I see like a number more than three times a day for more than three days in a row or something, I'll go and look up what the angel number means online. I Google them. I'll put in the show notes, the website that I like to use, but I just want to kind of put a caveat there that when I came across that website, I got goosebumps. And all I think that means is that like, that's the website my guides kind of want me to use because it just keeps the messages consistent. Um, maybe that's what they relate to most. It might not be what your guides are trying to send you. So if you just have numbers come through and Google the meanings, just have a look through the websites, And if one of the meanings jumps out at you more than others, I'd say that's the message they're trying to send. But for instance, let's just look at the numbers you said. So you said 888 333 555 444. So, in my experience with these specific numbers, when you see three numbers in a row, it means that the number, so like eight, the amount of times that you see it, so the amount of times it's repeated, is strengthening its power, I guess. So seeing double numbers means like it's a really big sign for you, but seeing triple numbers means it's even more amplified. So eight is usually associated with like wealth and abundance. And then five, or oh sorry, three is associated with your guides and angels being around you, supporting you. And the number five usually brings about positive change. And the number four is usually... Just encouragement that you're on a path to happiness and stability and peace, you know? So if you put that all together, I'd say that, you know, positive change is coming your way. It's bringing you wealth and abundance and happiness. It's keeping you on the right path to your own version of peace and happiness. And your guides are around you, with you, while this happens. But I'm not like, I'm not a numerologist, (laughs) but I did like have a little bit of interest in it a wee while ago, like maybe when I was about 21. So it is definitely a little branch of spirituality that I hold close to my heart and I actually believe in quite a lot. But yeah, I just, you know, take what I see with a grain of salt, because as I said, I'm not an expert, (laughs) but have a look at the meanings online, okay? And like... Let us know how you go. I'm very intrigued to see what may happen. I've absolutely loved chatting to you today and answering your questions. I'll have a little question box up on my Instagram at Psychic Podcast tomorrow just in case you have any thoughts or follow-up questions or explanations or similar stories that you want to share. It's basically a free-for-all. So (laughs) there's no stupid questions. If you've got one, just ask it. I've probably been there myself, or like you're probably saying something way more profound than I'd even be able to think of myself. (laughs) So I can't wait to see you there. As always, if you like the podcast, I'd really like it. (laughs) It sounds so whiny. I'd really appreciate it if you shared it with someone you love. I think that's the most organic way for this little podcast baby of mine to grow. I've always just believed in word of mouth most over anything else. I think that's really powerful. But I'll see you again in two weeks. Have a good sleep tonight. (laughs) Look out for those angel numbers, all right? Bye-bye.